1: This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
1: They're getting desperate, folks. They are getting desperate. And that's actually a scary thing. I woke up this morning to the headline. Dramatic images of erupting sea emerge from Europe-slash-Russia Nord Stream pipeline quote-unquote leaks. There is no doubt whatsoever that this was intentional sabotage. There is very little doubt that this sabotage was conducted by the United States by order of the usurper-in-chief, or rather his handlers, Joe Biden, and again his handlers, which is more than likely the real push behind it, was Barack Hussein Obama, as this is his third term. This is an act of terrorism, ladies and gentlemen. This is an out-and-out act of terrorism. This is a criminal act. It's an act of war. And those responsible need to be held to account. The globalist system, the new world order, the liberal world order whatever you want to call it, is collapsing, rapidly collapsing. Sweden is about to elect a populist government. Italy, just a few days ago, elected their populist government. The United States midterms, are going to be a landslide for populism. Populism, nationalist populism, is spreading throughout the entire world. There's a huge resurgence of it everywhere. South America, India, China, Russia, Europe, the people of the entire world are rejecting, soundly rejecting, the idea of being ruled by unelected bureaucrats who have only their own self-interest at heart and who wish to turn the people of the world into their slaves on a global scale. That is not going to happen. The epicenter of this war that the globalists are largely unilaterally prosecuting against the people of the world is Ukraine. Excuse me, folks. Got to have my tea. And the boogeyman that the globalists have decided to uh, create is Vladimir Putin and Russia and the reason that he is their boogeyman is because he is the one that is currently actively warring against their agenda. And so he is the most evil thing in the world. And they have decided, however, that since they are losing political power in their various countries, you see, they do not have global hegemony yet since they are losing politically in each of their countries, slowly but surely, it's happening everywhere, they must, as is dictated by their playbook, create crisis. See, the playbook is take advantage of existing crisis or create crisis such that the people run to the government for protection and for help, willing to give up their own personal freedoms and liberties to the government so that the government may rescue them. That's the playbook. That's the playbook that they have been using for decades. Maybe even a century now. And that is what they're doing here. What they are trying to do, what they are desperately trying to do, is they are trying to expand the war in Ukraine beyond the boundaries of Ukraine. They want to ignite another world war. That is their goal. At this point, that is how desperate they are. By doing this, let's say they are successful in igniting a world war. They are going to bring catastrophe, famine, and death, the likes of which this world has not seen in history. I guarantee it. And they do not care Ladies and gentlemen, they do not care who or how many they have to kill in order to achieve their goals. I want you to look at two of the top people involved in this globalist agenda. Let's look at George Soros and let's look at Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab's father was a Nazi. George Soros worked for the Nazis, turning in Jews and getting substantial financial reward for doing so. The globalists who are pushing this agenda are none other than the Nazis. You thought we'd gotten rid of them in World War II, but we never really finished the job, thanks to FDR and the Democrats. We never finished the job. As a matter of fact, we ended up employing several of them. So here they are back again. And once again, they are looking to take over the world. And they've got plenty of People willing to assist them to, to join them. The Democrats in the United States are all on board. The Rhinos in the United States are all on board. They do not care about you. They do not care about the climate, as is evidenced by the Biden administration's attack on Nord Stream 2. This has created an environmental catastrophe the likes of which the world has never, ever, ever seen before. And they do not care. You see, all of the reasons that they have given in the past for the policies, for enacting the policies that they enact, for robbing us of our liberties and freedoms, the environment saving lives, the children. They do not care about any of those things. They only use them as excuses to steal power from we, the people. And they have been extraordinarily successful up until now. they do not care if they set off world war 3 as long as they can rule the ash heap and people might say that this is a reason to be upset to be worried or scared and for some people, I suppose it would be. I, however, am not, because what I'm seeing here is an act of desperation, an act of sheer, utter panic. You see, as I said, their global system is crumbling around them. And something that they do not understand is that, say, they manage to try to gin up, which they might. You might actually see this. You might see Biden do this. You might see other... Members of the EU elite, the World Economic Forum, and so forth, talking about how we need to rise up against Russia militarily. We need to start World War Three. They may even try to blame this on the Russians, which would be the dumbest thing ever. It would be ridiculous. Ridiculously stupid for Russia to have done this. And Vladimir Putin, while he may be uh, many things, he is not stupid. But let's say that all of these globalist leaders try to gin up this angst among the people. They try to Fire up a World War III, they are going to find that the very same people who are electing these nationalist populists that threaten the globalist agenda are the people who are also going to refuse to involve themselves in a war. They are finally going to find out the answer to the question that they asked in the 60s. What would happen if the nations threw a war and nobody came? They are going to find out the answer to that question. They're already finding it out, actually. In the United States, military recruitment is at an all-time low because nobody wants to serve under a usurper. Nobody wants to serve a globalist regime. A puppet. And while I am absolutely positive that members of the United States Military Special Operations Command were involved in this particular sabotage, I believe that, like the FBI, it was only a small group. I do not believe that the majority of the rank and file in the United States military support O'Biden and this usurped regime. And you certainly won't be getting a lot of people running to the recruiting station to go to war with Russia. And I hope that Russia is wise to this fact. I hope that Vladimir Putin is smart enough, so far he has been, to keep the situation contained to the borders of Ukraine. As long as he maintains that kind of control, there will be no World War III, no ash heap for the World Economic Forum to rule over. This desperation that they...
0: Imagine your new bathroom
1: that the globalists are showing is, however, nothing but a symptom. It is a shadow, as everything in this corporeal world is, of what is going on in the spiritual realm, which is the real reason that I am very optimistic. Allow me to explain. For those of you who are not Christian, for those of you who do not believe in that kind of thing, for those of you who imagine yourselves to be atheists, by all means, you may stop listening here. For the fact of the rest of us, however, the fact of the matter is that everything that happens in this world is simply a shadow of what is happening in the spiritual realm. The war between, well, the rebellion of Satan against God. The Bible very clearly states that Satan will establish a one world government on this earth and rule for a very brief period of time through the Antichrist. That is his goal. The Bible is also very clear that this will not happen as long as the Restrainer is still on earth. That Restrainer, ladies and gentlemen, is the Holy Spirit as exercised by the Christian Church. Now, if you will note, the rapture has not yet occurred. The Christian church is still here, which means the restrainer is still here, which means what we have here, what we are currently experiencing, is what Christ himself referred to in Matthew as birth pangs, Now, as any woman who has ever given birth knows, birth pangs come in greater frequency and greater intensity as birth becomes imminent. And, ladies and gentlemen, we are in a really... Really intense birth pang right now. We are very literally on the verge of world war. However, this push towards nationalism is not fueled by white supremacy as the liberal globalists would have us believe, it certainly doesn't make sense that the nationalist push in Sri Lanka and India and China and South America are being motivated by white supremacy. Rather, it is a different type of white supremacy You see, in reality, and I have stated this more than once, when you hear a leftist referring to white and black with regards to race, well, we won't get into that, we'll just do the white and black part, they're not referring to skin color Rather, they are referring to the color of souls, whether they know it or not. And when they refer to racism, again, they are not referring to ethnicity. They are referring to the individual's spiritual status. See, the Bible states that when one becomes a Christian, they become a new being. When the fall occurred in the Garden of Eden, we were spiritually dead, separated permanently from God. we became less than what he designed us to be. That spiritual bond is restored when you become a Christian, a real Christian, a born-again Christian, not somebody who happens to go to church on Sunday, not somebody who happens to follow the traditions Set down by the founders of a particular denomination, but somebody who has a personal relationship with their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Those people are a different race. They are the race, the humans, that God designed them to be. Now, that is what is pushing this nationalism that threatens this one world government. Because a headline that most people will not see is the fact that Christianity, a Christian revival, is currently going on all over the world. A revival the likes of which, the scope of which this world has never seen. It is global. And ironically, probably the last nation that it will touch is the United States of America. But Christianity is on the rise. It is growing faster than it has ever grown before in places like China in the Middle East, in South America, all of these places that are supposed to be so anti-Christian, communist strongholds, strongholds of Islam. People are coming to Christ at an amazing rate. This is something that I have personally and many Christians, I believe, have been praying and hoping for, for a very long time, one more great awakening, one more huge revival, and it is currently happening, just not here in the United States. But that's okay, because the United States is not indeed the center of the world or the universe. The center of our world and our universe actually is Jerusalem, but we won't get into that right now. My point being is that the panic that is being exemplified by the World Economic Forum, the EU, NATO, the Democrats, and the rhinos is being felt because their spiritual master, their spiritual father, is angry and panicking. Because once again his plans for global domination are being foiled by the Christian church by the Holy Spirit, and by Christ. So what does this mean? It means they're going to lose. It means they're not going to get their globalist one-world government. Now, if you are an anti-Christian, if you are a liberal globalist who has hung on to listen to this so that you can be as offended as extraordinarily possible by this broadcast, I first of all congratulate you, and second of all am very happy to offend you as much as humanly possible. I will give you some words of comfort. Just because you're not going to get your one world government ruled by unelected dictatorial bureaucrats just yet doesn't mean it's not going to happen. As a matter of fact, I will guarantee you 100% promise you that it will happen. 100% promise you it will happen. And... Unfortunately, if you're going to be around for it, you're not going to enjoy it. But it will happen. It will last exactly seven years. But you will get, for at least a brief period of time, the world that you have always wanted. A world largely without God. A world largely without rules. A world where you can do whatever you want, whenever you want, wherever you want, with and to whomever you want. It's just not going to last long, first of all, and second of all, at the end of it, the check is going to come due. And you will. guaranteed pay the bill. for some nerd news, ladies and gentlemen, and I want to start this out with a sad but fond farewell to James Earl Jones voicing Darth Vader. He's been doing it for 40 years, so it's understandable that he would want to hang up his helmet After all, 40 years of doing anything is a long time. So, James, you will be missed. Thank you for being Darth Vader to all of us for so long. Apparently, uh, Darth Vader was voiced by computers, the, the audio equivalent of CGI, In the most recent and stupid uh, TV show, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi TV show on Disney Plus. Uh, And I I guess it did well. I didn't see it. I don't know. Uh, I don't have Disney Plus. I refuse to get anything Disney anymore uh, because of what they have done to Star Wars and what they are doing to the MCU, which brings me to my next point, which is exciting news, maybe. Here's the exciting news, maybe. And if you are indeed a card-carrying, d dice-rolling nerd like I am, you already know this. You heard about it maybe yesterday, actually. But here you go for all you normies out there, and I'm going to give my commentary on this. Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Ryan Reynolds announced, brilliantly announced, on Twitter, that Not only will he be reprising his role as Deadpool in the movie Deadpool 3, but he is bringing Hugh Jackman as Wolverine with him. This is huge, huge news. Or at least it would be if it weren't for one thing. Folks, I believe that this is a gimmick. Now, I'm not saying that the movie won't be good. What I'm saying is that Disney has been systematically destroying every single, solitary, IP that they own with woke, intersectional, social justice, critical theory, Marxist-based BS. They have destroyed Star Wars... The Star Wars brand is dead. It will not be coming back. I don't care who they get. Favreau, Filoni, it does not matter at all anymore. Star Wars is dead and the Marvel Cinematic Universe is following rapidly. Star Wars was killed by Kathleen Kennedy. The MCU is being throttled to death by Kevin Feige. Now, the MCU Stage 4 has been a complete and total financial disaster for Disney. There are no arguments that can be made to the contrary. None. None.
2: Tired of long waits and rushed care at the ER and urgent care clinic? Next time, stay home and let Dispatch Health bring the power of the hospital to you.
1: I call Dispatch Health. A care team of medical professionals actually come to your house. They're the same caliber of people that you would see
2: if you were at a hospital or an urgent care. at DispatchHealth.com.
1: Dispatch Health really went above and beyond. It's wonderful to have care come to your home.
2: House calls are back, and they're better than ever. Learn more at DispatchHealth.com.
1: You cannot argue financial success for any production in Marvel Stage 4, so much so that they tacitly admitted it by bringing it to an ignominious and early end and moving what remained of stage four into what will soon be stage five. They also tacitly admitted it with the release of the Spider-Man movie. I think it was the last one was No Way Home. It was the one where they brought back Toby Maguire and that other guy. Uh, the other two Spider-Man men's... Man's... Men's... Menzizzles? I don't know. The other two Spider-Mans. Um, and by all accounts, that was a good movie. but it was a gimmick and what money what little money that disney got out of it they used to uh and good good feelings uh they used to float more social justice woke bs sludge that they have been pumping out from the MCU. Instead of fixing the problem, they are just using success gimmicks. Well, the gimmicks are running out, folks. One thing that I want to point out is that they learned rather quickly is that if we if we throw some cameos into our crap programming, then people will watch it. And we can thus lie and say that the show is itself a success. No, the show isn't a success. The cameos are successful. They tried that with Star Wars. It worked once. And it ain't going to work again. Not for Star Wars, not for the MCU. So that's what I'm worried about with this Deadpool 3. First of all, that it's going to be in the MCU in the first place. I think it was a magnificently massive mistake to allow it to be part of the MCU. I think Ryan Reynolds should have gone out with a win on Deadpool 2 and then moved on to make other movies. And left it at that. I think it is a mistake. A mistake to bring Deadpool into the MCU because of two reasons. First of all, they're going to have to water him down, even if just a little bit. And I would imagine it's going to be more than just a little bit. And the next reason is that all this is going to do even if Kevin Feige completely leaves this alone to be a good movie, they, it, all it will do is, is its financial success will simply be used to create more garbage content. So I am opposed to this movie. I am also concerned that this movie will be baited and switched. Although I kind of doubt that Feige would shoot himself in the foot like that. I don't know. I really don't know. So... I personally will not be going to see this movie in the theaters for sure and honestly I probably won't see it when it comes on streaming because that's another thing when it comes on streaming it's going to be part of Disney Plus I do not have Disney Plus I will never get Disney Plus Disney is dead to me I may rent it on Amazon Prime just to see it. But then again, maybe not. And before you stupid jackass weirdos out there go on lisping to me about... Well, Doc, you're just doing that because you're a racist, bigoted, homophobic, phobic, bigot racist, phobe thing. I haven't seen Top Gun Maverick. I've heard it's a really good movie, but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that Spider Man movie that I referenced. I can't remember the last movie that I sat down and watched all the way through. I certainly can't remember the last movie that I went to a theater to see, and it has nothing to do with the COVID scandemic and has everything to do with the fact that Hollywood became woke and the values, or lack thereof to be more accurate, espoused by Hollywood and the entertainment industry at large are not consistent with my value system. So, I just stopped watching and This also occurred with professional sports as well. Uh, It was the NFL that started it with their wokeness. And because of that, I have not watched a hockey game in years. And... With a couple of exceptions, I haven't watched a baseball game in years, and I love baseball, folks. But what wokeness did, they actually did me a favor. By wokeifying Hollywood, by wokeifying professional sports, even just the NFL, And by pushing me as a consumer away, they help me to realize that I don't need them. And after a while, I don't really want them because I don't miss them, I don't miss going to see movies. I don't miss sitting and watching a football game or a hockey game. I do miss baseball, but I still do watch baseball on occasion. I don't miss sitting and watching television sitcoms. I have better things to do. I got reintroduced to more constructive pursuits. Playing my guitars and ukuleles again. Getting much more into that. And reading books. You see, the great thing about the Lord of the Rings that sits on my bookshelf behind me is that no woke showrunner will be able to change it. And there are thousands upon thousands of magnificent fiction stories by brilliant authors that I can read for a fraction of the price of a single movie ticket or a monthly subscription to a streaming service. And I can read those books... Over and over and over again. And they will always be the same, and they will never be destroyed by someone with more hatred in their heart than they have creativity. So as exciting as this news is for a lot of people. It just doesn't blow my skirt up, folks. And you can say, well, you've got to turn in your nerd card. No, I don't. Because again, I've got Lord of the Rings sitting on my bookshelf behind me. I have got... Dozens of Terry Pratchett books behind me. If you haven't read any Terry Pratchett books, you have got to. The guy was an absolute genius, brilliant author. And if you you want to talk about some, some stories that need to be in the movies, Terry Pratchett's stories need to be in the movies, not the least of which are the We Free Men series. So if you have not read Terry Pratchett, you have to read Terry Pratchett. Absolutely brilliant author. So I'm not turning in my nerd card. As a matter of fact, given the corporatization of Star Wars, Star Trek, and the... DC and Marvel brands it is you people and yes I said you people who enjoy the social justice warrioring of those who need to turn in your nerd cards, you people are not true nerds and let me tell you another thing folks, I'm not the only one out there who feels this way Let me tell you what's going to happen. Hollywood has killed itself. It is just in its death throes. There's not going to be any coming back from this. There are a lot of people out there like me who have decided that there is nothing that Hollywood can do to win them back. And at this point, Hollywood does not want to win us back. So, it is a mutual understanding that Hollywood will not produce anything that we want to watch, and we will not watch anything that Hollywood produces. So, Hollywood will die, which is a good thing. Because Hollywood will be replaced by smarter, more creative, more original, talented individuals who will create content independent of Hollywood, independent of corporate America, a parallel police, as it were. Hollywood will die. And I and those people who Hollywood threw away will watch the independent creators and enjoy their content based on their merit This is actually already playing out with the legacy media. Same thing is happening with the legacy news media. They are dying. CNN, MSNBC, CBS, CNBC, Fox News, they are all dying. Their days are over. They are dinosaurs. They just don't know it yet. The number one source of news for most people nowadays are independent creators on YouTube and similar platforms. I love Ryan Reynolds. And I love Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. I love Hugh Jackman. And I love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And I would absolutely love to see them in a good movie together. But I am 100% going to wait and see on this movie. And if the report's come back that this is in any way, shape, or form woke molested by the likes of Kevin Feige and the simpering jackass weirdos at Disney, then I'm not going to waste my time And that is a fact. There's just too many good up and coming creators that will do better things. And there are just way too many better things to do with my time than waste it on Hollywood anymore. I want to thank you all for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, it is docbryantshow at zoho Mail Z-O-H-O mail.com. Check me out on my Locals community. I'm also on Gilded. You can get in touch with me on Truth Social, Gab, Getter, and Minds at doc bryant and i'm on twitter at doc bryant actual so if you like what you heard hit that like button and subscribe and i will talk to y'all later across a fascinating uh, broadcast on YouTube today and uh, i've I've watched some of this guy's stuff before and he's very good at what he does. He has put a lot of research and thought into his posts, I don't know what he does for a living, but um, he's, he's very intellectual, very smart guy. And I agree with the majority of, of what he does. Uh, he's very scientific about stuff, he is very dispassionate. And I'm not saying he's not passionate about what he does, I'm saying that he is not biased per se. He looks at things objectively, and that is a very rare thing nowadays. Anyway, uh, uh, the name is, I hope I'm saying this right, What If All This T, I guess, is is W-H-A-T-I-F-A-L-T-H-I-S-T. Uh, and is, is his channel on YouTube. And the name of this particular uh, post is Who Will Win America's Next Civil War? Now, I discussed uh, the Civil War uh, two earlier and the way I thought, uh, or what I thought about the concept. And his post w- is way, way, way more in-depth than mine. He comes to similar conclusions, however, and I thought it was kind of interesting. uh, And I want to focus on uh, his two conclusions at at the end of this, or the two ways that he sees this going. First off uh, is that he concluded the same as, as I did, that the right will dominate and it will dominate big time. Um, That if a civil war were to occur, and if it were to go hot, the only question is how quickly it will be over, how quickly the right will dominate the situation. He correctly uh, surmised, as I did, that the... Police and military overwhelmingly will side with the right. Uh, He also uh, correctly observed that the left are themselves completely surrounded by the right uh, in every respect. They all dominate urban areas, and those urban areas are surrounded by Uh, suburban and rural areas, all of which are red. And so it will be absolutely nothing for those suburban and rural areas to choke off the urban areas from water, electricity, food, everything they need to survive. It will be a rout. Like I said, my guess is if it went full-on open-hot war, It'll last maybe a year, at the very, very most, two, for holdout cities like Washington, D.C., who can barricade themselves for extended periods of time. But that's only because Washington, D.C. is bunkered. And and that's what's going to happen if it goes completely hot. Now... the two scenarios that he brings up if we go into a full-on civil war uh, are... And and the way that he frames it is if... I maintain that we already are in a civil war. We're already there. The other side started shooting at us first. They... Uh, the only thing is that they ended up, for the most part, shooting each other. With a very few exceptions, they just suck when it comes to marksmanship, which is another reason why we would kick their collective tails. Um, but I maintain that we are already in a civil war and that the first permutation that he suggests in his video is already working out. And that permutation is a slow burn. And the slow burn is exactly that. It is these isolated incidents like the riots in Portland and so forth that are just allowed to burn because they are only affecting blue areas and do not affect the vast majority of us, And eventually what will happen is a right-wing president will come to power, as is going to be the case in 2024, and things will be set right now. The other permutation is things go hot heavy. And there are certain things that can lead to that. I'll get into that in a little bit. But if it goes hot and heavy, his prediction based on historical precedents is that the right will win convincingly. They will win a lot faster. But what they will do is they will not only win, but they're not going to just win and walk away. And let bygones be bygones. They are going to win. And they are going to destroy. Any and all remnants of the left. They are going to wipe them out. And they are going to make leftist ideology. Leftist politics. Illegal. He suggests that this will lead to a, uh, a military-run uh, right-wing government for a period of time upwards to about a decade, he says, and then things will move back towards a democracy. i I don't know about that, so I'm, I'm going to put my two cents worth in on both of these. First of all, I believe we're already in the slow burn. We are already in the slow burn, and we are waiting to see what is going to happen in the 22 and 24 elections. And with the regime as it currently is, because that's another factor that needs to be considered he points out that if it goes full on hot in his second possible scenario, that the thing that will probably push it over the edge is the left wing government that is currently in charge will vastly overstep its boundaries uh, constitutionally, thus causing the military to revolt and uh, the uh, basically the fights on uh, at that point. And I think that's what we're waiting to see. Uh, We are in the slow burn and we are waiting to see if the other side will back off and allow the elections to move on as they should. Or if they are going to try some shenanigans and to override the will of the people yet again. And I can pretty much guarantee you, folks, that if the left does overstep their boundaries like that, again, in the 2022 election, but certainly if they try it in the 2024 election, it's going to go full-on hot. Now, he correctly points out as well in his video that Americans tend to be rather moderate type people when it comes to uh, uh, when it comes to politics in general. And I agree with that to an extent. I... Again, if this goes full-blown hot, I can see. And I, I can actually see the, the, the rationale for this as well. Going through and wiping them out entirely. I'm not talking about wiping out black people and wiping out gay people and wiping out trans people and all that kind of stuff. I am talking about wiping out leftoids the people who claim to represent all of those other people and do not truly do so, the people who will not leave everybody else alone but insist on forcing everyone else to live as they want them to, those people... I can definitely see the rationale for wiping them out entirely. And I 100% agree with making anything Marxist-based, anything Sharia-based, illegal in American politics because Marxism, Socialism... Whatever kind of euphemism you want to refer to it as, is completely 180 degrees antithetical to the Constitution of the United States. So is Sharia law, and the two are not that different. So, yes, I can see that happening. assuming it goes full-on hot. Now, I don't know that it will. I believe that, again, the people of the United States, the right, will be moderated by their Christianity, and the vast majority of them are Christians. And Christians don't, don't go around just wiping people out, despite what the left would have you believe. I believe that what will happen is they will win. We will win. We will win convincingly. We will make the other side crawl into the holes where they belong. And as long as they leave themselves and their theories in those holes, we will leave them alone. That is what I believe. However, that is in a case of if there is more election tampering from the left. And when I say the left, I am referring not only to the Democrats, but also the rhinos, the globalists, if you will. However, if they decide that they really want to push the issue. As it appears they do. If they decide that they want to pull off false flag attacks and make it look like right-wing extremists ignited a dirty bomb in New York City or massacred a bunch of kids in a school, etc., etc., if they decide to pull that, ladies and gentlemen, and, 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 and the left in the rest of the country decide to follow with them and try to hunt us down and throw us into camps and stuff like that. If they try that, ladies and gentlemen, the gloves will come off. the left will be hunted to extinction in the United States in a case like that. If they declare open warfare on us, if they try to hunt us to extinction, it will be reciprocated and the right will win. And you're going to have a hard time selling them on the concept of showing their enemy quarter when their enemy was and still is so entirely dedicated to wiping them out. You see, folks, the left are not tolerant, though they preach tolerance. They do not appreciate diversity, though they preach diversity. They want hegemony. They want to be able to to control people totally. They not only want people to do what they say, they want people to think what they think. Excuse me while I sip my tea. There is no place for totalitarianism in the United States. It will not stand. It will not be tolerated. The left have proven time and time again throughout history that they do not care who they have to kill, who or how many they have to kill in order to gain and maintain power. That will not happen here. It will not happen in the United States. It will not be allowed to happen in the United States because the Constitution of the United States forbids it, and there are so many millions of us who are sworn to protect and defend that Constitution of the United States that they will not be able to defeat us. Now, I pray that none of this comes to fruition. I pray that none of this happens. I pray that the elections of 2022 and 2024 will be allowed to go off without a hitch and that there will be a peaceful transference of power. However, I don't, uh, I increasingly, as the days go on, increasingly do not think the left are going to allow that to occur. What they did to the Nord Stream pipeline indicates to me that they are willing to go to any lengths possible, including start a world war with another nuclear power, in order to maintain their control. They have proven that, in my opinion, and if they are willing to go that far, if they are willing to kill that many people, then I'm afraid they are going to have to be dealt with in a decisive manner. Again, I hope that that doesn't happen, but every single day that passes and the further that they push things, the less likely moderation appears to be. At any rate, that's my two cents worth on this particular issue. Thank you for listening. If you want to give any comments or hate mail, by all means, hit me up at docbryantshow at zohomail.com. That's Z-O-H-O mail dot com. You can reach me on Gab Getter Minds Truth Social at Doc Bryant. I'm on Twitter at Doc Bryant Actual. I also have uh, communities on Gilded and Locals. And I have a podcast that you can listen to that is available on Spotify and Amazon Music and anywhere, basically, that there are podcasts except for iTunes because their paperwork is just too much of a pain in the neck. So thanks for listening, and I will talk to you all later.
0: Imagine your new bathroom